Hello, everyone. My name is Kat, and I'm hosting a call tonight for the Real Dolphins Across America. We are a company that, is, that has a foundation and a mission to building lifelong friendships with women across the globe. We will bring you hot topics each night, and we are always looking for new hot topics. Follow us on Facebook at Real Girlfriends Across America and our website at realgirlfriends.org. Or, and, yeah, so tonight I have with me Corinne Tawanda and a host of my girlfriends. Today we are discussing making more money than your spouse or significant other. Would that be an issue for you? And so, first of all, um, hello, ladies. Welcome. Um, my name is Kat, like I said, and um, I do want to come. I do want everyone to introduce themselves with their state and where they're calling from, with their state and also um, their name. Sorry. Well, this is um, Corinne, AKC, and I'm calling from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Hello, Corinne. Hello. Anyone else want to um, share their name and where they're calling from? I'm Amanda, and I'm from Colorado. Hi, Amanda. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Anyone else? Anyone else want to share where they're from? Going once, going twice. Or else Corinne's going to start pulling out numbers. <laughs> well, anyways, so, um, like, I do want to go around. Um, so I'm going to have an icebreaker question. And um, for you, Corinne, I do want you to ask for, I want you to answer first. So what is your biggest okay. deal breaker with a man? Um, dishonesty. So if I can't trust you and you lie about, you know, simple things to, to you know, little things to big things, then um, that's a deal breaker for me because trust is key. No, tr no, definitely. Trust and being um, transparent is very important in a relationship and just right. as well as a friendship, definitely. Yeah, and how about you, Amanda? What is a deal breaker with you? Um. Yeah, I think... I think the trust is definitely a deal breaker for me too if I don't trust somebody. Definitely. That's probably women around our age we would like to expect that a guy has trust and yeah, definitely. So is anyone else on the line that would like to share? Going once. Going twice. So, is anyone else on the line that would like to share? Going once. Oh, and I hear myself on my in my background. <laughs> but anyways, so anyway, um, I do want to start the show. So I'm excited to bring you this hot topic: making money more than your spouse or significant other. Would it be an issue for you? So in today's society, us women are empowering and becoming badass boss babes, which is amazing, but it also makes us stronger. Um, I do think it's awesome how we're learning to stand up for ourselves and show the world what we can, how we can run it and by watching amazing men work hard as well. But don't get me wrong. I know us women, we find it sexy when a man works hard, is a boss, and wants to bring the bread and pamper his significant other. In fact, a man's hustle is honestly just makes me personally want to do to work even harder. 
So for me, I believe in a partnership and building an empire. However, that isn't always the case. So in some cases, there are men who make more or less money than their significant other, which is also a deal breaker for women. So I'll go to I'll go to you, Corinne, and ask you the first question. Have you ever been with a guy that made less money than you? What was that like, and did you experience an obstacle in that relationship? Hello, Corinne? I'm sorry. I apologize. I was on mute. Um, no, I guess that's in that situation. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, so I have been in that situation before, and I I actually had just dealt with it, I guess. Um, a part of me probably did feel some type of way about it, um, you know, underlying. You know how there's an underlying tension, so I think it did cause an underlying tension. Um, and I don't have a problem with a man making less than me as long as they're pulling their weight and they're trying. You know, definitely. Um, obviously, like, if a man's making less, it's all about partnership and pulling weight and whatever they do on their part, as long as you feel fulfilled, that's all that matters. And I totally agree with you. And how about you, Amanda? Um, have you have you ever been with a guy who made less money than you? What was it like and what did you experience with it as well as obstacle in that relationship? Um, so I actually make more money than my husband. Um, hopefully oh, he doesn't nice. he care that. Uh-huh. Um, no, he doesn't care. <laughs> um, so I don't really judge somebody based on like how much money they make, but more on like what are their goals, how do they treat me, um, stuff like that. So again, like as long as he's like pulling his weight too, then it's fine by me. No, I totally agree with you. Um, it's like one reason why that I do ask you, you ladies these questions is because, you know, back then, if you think about it, our parents or perhaps like our grandparents and any relatives born within that, that era, usually the men are making more money than the women. And even till today's society, men are making more women regardless. It doesn't matter like in what situation they are, but like um, I know that most men make money from like from the women in general and it's Wanda on the line um she is but um she can't talk at the moment okay no worries um does anyone else want to share I know there's another 404 on the line um do you want to share your experience with a guy who made less money than you going once <laughs> going twice it's all good so anyways, if we recall during our grandparents' era, men were known to make the breadwinner and making the family income, while the women, we were the homemaker managing the household and being the Stepford wives, which still exists today. However, in today's society, both genders are making money and supporting the household. According to U.S. Today, when men and women were asked how they felt about earning more money than their partners, most men shrugged off by saying they were neutral about it. So it was kind of like your husband, Amanda, like he's neutral about it. <laughs> and women breadwinners, though, were far more likely than men to describe themselves as secure, proud, and independent and in control. Although they were also more likely to say they, were, they felt guilty and embarrassed. So some men are used to being the breadwinner. And so that were, that's where my second question 
um, is what was there ever a time you met an amazing guy yet he was embarrassed of, of making less money than you? And Corinne, I'll ask you the first question. So have I ever met a guy that was embarrassed to make less money than me? Yes. Um, no, I don't think I've ever been in a position where they were embarrassed. I think that they were pretty much like living in that, in the moment. <laughs> but I don't think that they were embarrassed. So, they should have so they're too much in love. That's what they were in love. So even worry about if you're making more money than them. <laughs> Well, maybe they should have been <laughs> more concerned. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. And how about you, Amanda? Have you ever been in, have you, um, was there ever a time you met an amazing guy yet was embarrassed of making less money than you? Um. So, yes and no. So, the my previous relationship, um, my partner was actually transgender, so, um, she ended up actually ghosting me because she was embarrassed because I had a career. It's okay. I had a career and she lived in the garage of her friend's house and she just didn't feel like worthy enough for me, which I like, I really loved her, but yeah, she just didn't feel very worthy of it, of me. Sorry. Oh, I see. Well, I'll even answer this question myself. Was there ever a time where you met an amazing guy and was embarrassed of making less money than you? I actually have before. In fact, he was pretending that he had seven figures. I've actually met a guy that pretended to to have seven figures, and he was all show, and I was actually in college. And for me to be stupid about it, I should have known better because, one, this guy was the same age as me, and he was – driving his parents' car, and on top of that, he was living with his parents, and he tried to say the house that he lived in was his, and then, like, and when I left, supposedly, he would hide all his picture frames of his parents and his family, and so down the road, I figured it out, like, once I saw, once I, I decided to surprise him, his dad pulled over in that, in the nice Rolls Royce car he was driving to pick me up on the date, and I found out he drove, like, a 91 Civic, so, yes, I've dealt with that situation before. But anyways, um, well, anyone else want to share? So they do know we have we have other numbers on the line. Okay. Anyways, um, let's move on to the next question. So according to US Today, a woman named Beth Shockey claims there's a lot of emotions tied to a woman making more money because we're used to a society that the man is the sole provider. She says for her, it it didn't hit home until she and her husband had children when she understood she would never be a stay-at-home mom like her own mother. There there are actually women out there who struggled with a man who makes less money than them. So, Corinne, have you ever been embarrassed or had an embarrassing moment where you were with a man who made less? So, this time it was um, you're in your shoes. Um, like, have you ever had an experience where, where the guy actually made less money and you were embarrassed? Mm, no. You know what? I I probably wasn't embarrassed because my thing is they were putting in the effort and they were making money. Um, I'm more sad or embarrassed for the person that's not looking to, like, advance. So if they work at McDonald's and there's nothing wrong with working at McDonald's, but if you're okay with just 
flipping the burgers instead of thinking about, okay, how can I move up with the company? I'm more embarrassed by that than opposed to somebody that is actively trying to, you know, better themselves and do something different with their self. No, I agree totally. Um, I maybe like when I was when I was in high school, I like obviously when you're so young, you don't understand the value of a dollar as much. Maybe some will, but like I know I was dumb and I was young. And even when when I had like a boyfriend when I was like in high school, and he was working for example like Burger King, I would be embarrassed by that. And so I was thinking too much in my head. And so for me. That was my embarrassing moment, but now, like, as long as the guy is a hard worker and um, he he pulls his part, like, in the relationship, obviously, um, that wouldn't be an issue for me, too. So, you you and I, Corinne, we're the same, almost. And how about you, Amanda? Um, have you ever been embarrassed or had an embarrassing moment when you were with a man who made less? Um, no. So, like I said, I make more than my husband, and him and I, when we first met, um, we Uh were both just too far out of our first marriages, and we were both just reestablishing ourselves, and it never really mattered to me. Like, when we first started dating, he didn't have his own car, and it didn't matter to me, like, because life happens. As long as, like, you're actively working on, like, trying to improve yourself and your life. Like, I totally understand that life happens. No, definitely. And it's, and usually in some cases, the woman will make more, or um, which what will happen is whoever makes more, that's just, like, the backup, like, in the relationship. What happens if something happens to your husband, if he can't work anymore because of an injury, or if you, if you're, like, in some kind of injury. So um, it's always nice to know that, like, what matters the most is just pulling into the relationship and getting the same thing. But yeah, so um, let's move on to question number four. Um, when you are in a serious long-term relationship, do you think it's important to enclose your salary with your significant other? And if so, when do you think is it o- it's okay? So this is like a two-part question. So Corinne, when you're in a serious relation, long-term relationship, do you think it's important to enclose your salary to your significant other? And if so, when do you think it's okay? So this also um, mean, like, I think if we're at a situation where we're talking about, like, moving in together or marriage or even building a foundation, then yes, because I need to know how much you're bringing to the table as well as you need to know what I'm bringing to the table so we can see if our dreams are even attainable. Um, so if we're thinking about getting a half a million home and we only make minimum wage, that's not going to work for either one of us. So it's, it's at that point, I feel like we had to set realistic goals. So um, in order for me to set realistic goals, I need to know how much you bring to the table as well as you need to know how much I bring to the table. No, exactly. No, I believe that too. Because, like, some people, um, when they get into, like, new relationships, they're already asking, like, oh, how how much money do you make? Like, I think some people just think too far ahead. And so that's where all that's where it comes from. Like, in the beginning, some people have expectations. And, no, I agree with you. Um, unless com- becoming serious, like, financially, you guys are going to move in together. That's definitely important. How about you, Amanda? Yeah. Um same question I'm going to ask you, too. 
Um, when you're in a long, serious long-term relationship, do you think it's important to enclose your salary with your significant other? And if so, when do you think it's okay? Um, I agree with, like, once things get more serious. Um, so, um, before, a few years ago, we actually filed for bankruptcy because I had a lot of medical <laughs> debt. And um, I was always getting my state taxes taken away for a hospital bill. And I even mm-hmm. just, like, sat down before we got, when we decided to get married. And I was like, look, this is everything you're walking into if you marry me. And it's because I don't want somebody to walk into a marriage with me and, like, regret their decision and leave. Like, you're either all in or we're not in at all. No, I agree with you. And and so like so in your current marriage right now, if I may ask, if if it's okay, you don't have to all you don't have to answer. So, um, like in your marriage, did you ever have like financial struggle like with your husband like when you had to make when you were like you obviously make more money than your husband now, but did you have any obstacles like within your marriage? And how did you overcome it? Um well I also make like the budget and the financial decisions so it's a lot of pressure Mm -hmm. and then also I have health issues but it's always like Mm -hmm. one of my biggest fears is like I'll be too sick to work and it's like oh but we need me to work like I carry us so I put a lot of pressure on myself oh my gosh it's crazy well remember how I gave a talk about self-care you probably want to give yourself some self-care and a pat on the back for working so hard. Well, I put pressure on myself anyways. People always are like, why are you pressuring yourself? Like, nobody's pressuring you but you. Mm-hmm. Well, um, no. Well, maybe you should start listening to people because the amazing woman that you are, like, you should take breaks and stop pressuring yourself. But, no, I definitely thank you for sharing your story. Yeah, of course. It's um, been a while. Yes, exactly. I can only imagine. (laughs) And so so I'll I'll, um, I'll answer this question myself. When when you're in a serious long-term relationship, do you think it's important to enclose your salary with your significant other? And if so, when do you think it's okay? Um, Well, like, I guess, like, I'm at the age where, um, where I'm actually making a, I'm making a salary. I have, like, a job and a career, and, of course, if things get serious, it is important for me to enclose it as well, just like you ladies were saying, like, if you're doing a living situation or anything, but it is definitely important to not let a salary affect a relationship unless they're not working hard, like, like, I think I said in our I don't remember which podcast it was. I think it was the one, like, I did say at one podcast that I couldn't stand, like, a stay-at-home dad. I don't know. If, oh, I think it was the general. I don't know if you remember that, Corinne. But um, we had a podcast. Yes, I remember. I'm sorry. I had myself on mute. Yeah, I remember that episode. No, that, no, you're totally fine, but... Um, I had in clothes that I can't tolerate having a stay-at-home dad and and him being and me be, being the breadwinner and so that's that would only that's one thing. But other than that, like if it's a long-term relationship and you know it's going somewhere, then 
I think it's, it's good to know how much both people are making in general. And so I've seen couples where it's obviously obvious that a woman makes more money than their significant other. And I've also seen couples where you can't even tell who makes the most money. So for question number five, what obstacles do you think would be an issue where the woman made more money than her significant other? And Corinne, I'll ask you this question. Do you need to repeat um, it again? So what, I'm sorry. So what, no worries. What obstacles do you think would be an issue where the woman made more money than her significant other? Um, I mean, I don't think there's necessarily an issue other than maybe if in your household, maybe it's an individual type of situation. So that individual feels like that they are less than a man, maybe, if they're making less than their um, wife. Um, so in that situation, that's up to that individual to figure out either how they're going to make more money than their spouse or just to get over and understand that someone had to make more money, um, so it shouldn't make a difference if it's her or you. Um, just be happy that you're with somebody that's making more than what you're making. Definitely. No, I agree. But I, I don't and how feel like you? other than it being a – oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say um, no, other than no, it no. being like a personal like issue within that personal um, that particular person, I don't see it being an issue. Oh, cool. No, I no, I totally, totally agree. And we did just get a new caller. I don't know if you want to share. Um, um, caller 5834, are you there? Um, anyways, so I'll, I'll, um, I'll move on to you, Amanda. What obstacles do you think is, would be an issue where, when, where the woman made more money than the significant other? Um, I can see a couple of issues. Like, I can see where um, the woman maybe um, might, oh, what's the word? Like, not judge, but, like, oh, I can't think of the word. Like, oh, I can't think of the dang word. <laughs> um, it's okay. It's okay. Take your time. Um. And then also, like, I can see where, like, society expects men to be the breadwinners. So I could see, like, Mm -hmm. if a man's not secure in himself, he may either get super jealous or he may try and push her to, like, do something less just so that he can be the breadwinner. And also there's stigma so I've been really excited to share the story all day since I heard the topic yeah I grew up in a really conservative church um, mm-hmm. really conservative Christian church and um, Roger and I we actually moved in together eight years ago today actually and but we weren't married and um I don't know why, but my I went to the church that night, and they were, like, pressuring us, like, why can't you get married? You're living in sin. And why I kept entertaining this conversation is, like, beyond me. But then we got into, like, I made more money, and I made the budget and the financial decisions. And I was ripped apart and told that I was really abusive and that I wasn't in a biblically-based marriage. 
Mm-hmm. No, I know. And, I know it's very common. No, I know it's. Um, love, yeah. Sorry to cut you off, but I do know it's common no, like, in most it's... churches, especially me being Catholic. Um, and like in some cases, um, they they encourage people to get married young. So I definitely know what you're saying. We're we're coming from. But I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, it's okay. It's just super frustrating that like I'm abusive and like. I'm not in a biblically-based marriage because I refuse to, like, take a pay cut or do something different than what I'm doing just because the church thinks that that's how it's supposed to be. Needless to say, that was the last time I went to that church other than funerals. No, no, I understand. No, and sometimes you have to go against, like, what other people want, like, or what other people expect for you, because um, you do whatever you want, like, for your relationship, and they're not the one controlling your relationship. They can have opinions. However, they're not the one in your marriage. It's you and your spouse, obviously. But thanks for sharing that. Yeah, of course. And um, let's go back. So whether the woman makes more money than the man or vice versa, some couples tend to share finance together or they, or they go Dutch in expenses. So question, spot, or, um, question number six, um, do you agree finances are the leading causes of divorce? And I'll ask you, Corinne, um, this question. Do you think finances are the leading cause of divorce? I do. Um, I think that if you are struggling financially, it's going to cause problems um, in other aspects of your relationship. So uh, if someone is lying about how much money they're bringing in or how how they're spending the money, it's going to trickle down to how they pay their light bill and maybe how um, rent gets paid. So, yeah, it definitely can – finances can definitely affect relationships all like, you know, overall, over, I'm sorry, I can just talk, overall, um, so, yeah, I think that that's important to get in line so that you don't have problems throughout your marriage. No, I agree with you. Um, I think, like, for me, um, I, I agree with you, too. I think, um, finances can lead or be a cause of divorce, um, but that's only if you guys don't have a plan or any backup, like, like I said, going back to um, what I said earlier, if something happens, like someone gets hurt or someone loses their job, like you have to have a backup plan. And I think that's one reason why, one reason to um, stop a divorce and prepare your finances, definitely. And how about you, Amanda? Um, do you think, do you agree that finances are the leading cause of divorce? Um, yeah, I definitely think it's one. I think like, um, financial stress in general, I think, is one of the biggest stressors that's just awful. And then, like, if you're in a marriage and you're, like, strapped financially or say, I think that we should just, like, throw all of our money and travel and Roger thinks maybe we should mm-hmm. just save it all, then we're going to, like, battle it out. And that's not going to be good either. No, definitely. Yeah, but, like, for most cases, like, especially in the U.S., like, um, I, I did look at the statistics earlier, but, um, like, what I what I read was divorce is, like, 
or um, finances are, is the number one leading to divorce besides, like, emotional stuff. Like, sometimes I, I realize that, like, most people are so caught up looking at the finances that they forget about, like, the whole marriage, and so they throw it away, like, just because of the finances. Um, but, yeah, like I said, money is also one factor that can lead to divorce. According to a survey by Ramsey Solutions, money fights are second leading cause of divorce behind infidelity. Results show that both high levels of debt and lack of communication are major causes of stress and anxiety surrounding the household finances. So, so ladies, I do want to ask you this question. Um, if you can give a woman who just met a guy and found out he makes less money than her, what advice would you give her? And Corinne, I'll ask you this first. Um, I would just tell her just to, um, I mean, if they're in a scarce relationship, I would say just to um, manage your money wisely. Um, if he's willing to put as much as you put in, then yeah, it shouldn't be an issue. But um, Obviously, if he is, let's say, um, is making the money but just not contributing to the household, then, you know, that's something that needs to be addressed early on. No, definitely. I agree with you. It has to be addressed at the right time. And how about you, Amanda? If you can give a woman who just met a guy and found out he makes less than her, what advice would you give her? Um, I would definitely say, like, hear, like, I would tell her to hear him out and, like, give him a chance. Because a lot of um, girls or women or whatever, if they find out that somebody makes less than them, then they just dump them. And, like, I mean, there are some that just want your money you know like so yeah hear them out see where they stand um but like my husband is one of the most loving supportive people ever and if I would have looked at the kind of money he had then it would have been over and like I would be lost I mean I'm sure I would have figured it out but like he's just the most supportive person I've ever met no, I totally agree. Like, if your man doesn't make as much as you you make, I believe that, like, the man should support you, like, whether it's your business or, like, your job, the stress. And not that I'm saying, I, I don't mean by, like, a stay-at-home husband who's your cheerleader, but I do mean, like, the support is the most important, especially, like, when you're stressing so much. And I think it's vice versa, too, when a guy is going through stress and he's, whether it's, like, like work or school or just whatever he's doing that you should also be the supporter. And so that's why like in a marriage and in a relationship, that's definitely an important factor. And so I do have other questions and these are actually fun ones. And, and this is story time. So ladies, I want to hear your stories. So have you ever met a man who ended up being a gold digger? Cause you do know gold diggers come in men too. So, Corinne, I'll ask you this. Have you ever met a man who ended up being a gold digger? I have not. I haven't. Um, Maybe Tawanda has, but I haven't. (laughs) I know. I really wanted Tawanda to share her stories. I'm, like, sad. 
Like, I swear, I'm going to do a part two so I can hear what Tawanda has to say. <laughs> but um, have you know any? Have you met females that were gold diggers, like girlfriends of you, or like any experiences, or like former friends? I mean, I know associates that were uh, gold diggers, um, and basically, I guess they would go on sites, or they would, you know, let's say meet someone through someone, but they wouldn't, you know, date them or spend any time with them if they didn't have a certain amount of income. I see. Um, no, no, like, that's common, and I'm glad that that story is, like, from associates, because that's how you know we have really good friends, because if you were the friend, you probably would have told them not to be a gold digger, because <laughs> that's what I would yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's hilarious. And how about you, Amanda? Have you ever met a man who ended up being a gold digger? Um, I'm a poor person, so they're out of my league. <laughs> Oh, really? So they're out of your league, you said? Yeah, because I'm a poor person, so they don't even look my way. Oh, they're like, no. no. Have you met any females or, like, have you known any females that were gold diggers? Um, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I see. Well, um, in my situation, the funny thing was, is like, I'm obviously, I'm not a millionaire, nor like, I'm just a regular living woman who makes, who, who earns her living by like working That's and a gold running digger? a business. Oh, ooh, ooh, Tawanda came on. Oh my gosh. The star of Yeah, the I wanted show. to say yes, that Tawanda. one guy that I know that's a gold digger, I would say, ask Mary J. Blige about her husband. I believe he definitely was a freaking gold digger. Uh-huh. And So how about you, Tawanda? Have you ever met a man who ended up being a gold digger for you? Like, after, like knowing that you were, you, um, were successful and um, making finances? <laughs> Unfortunately, yes, and um, I've had a couple of experiences, like earlier when you guys were talking about money, it's not really so much really all the time about the money, because sometimes you can make 100000 they can make fifty, but they can be a better steward of the, of, the, of the money, but yeah, I've met guys before that they call this stuff dating up, <laughs> and then they kind of had like, I, I kind of felt like they were trying to mooch off me and stuff like that, so it's not really about the money, but I just like a guy that's independent. You understand what I'm saying? Like, even if I make more than you, we don't have to go out and, and, and at the five-star hotels and, and spend two and $300 that meal. We can do something simple that's 10 and $20. Um, I just like no. people that take care of themselves. And then I don't want your money either. I mean, I'm independent too. Just take care of your own shit. Let's dutch it out and no, you can exactly. afford it. <laughs> no, I agree with you, like 110%. And, um, no, like, that's the problem, like, nowadays, like, especially, like, with men. Um, there are some men that are actually gold diggers, surprisingly, because um, my friend and I were actually talking about it the other day. And um, some guys mistaking, like, some girls, like, you know how some girls, they just like to dress nicely and, like, the work they do. And all, the, all of a sudden, like, you'll come across a guy who's, who doesn't make as much money, like, already looking for a sugar mama, mind you, like, I feel like, well, I know I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm too young to be a sugar mama. And so like, I find, I find guys like fine, like coming, I, or I, I'm sorry, I'm still words. I come across guys that are like, oh my gosh, this girl probably has money. And so 
I was actually in a relationship with a guy who, um, who the funny thing is he had money and he also made more money than me. But I, I noticed I was picking up the tab and I actually had a time when, when he would like flaunt my cards and not his. And I'm like, dude, what? Like, I know, I know we're together and stuff, but why, like, like, how do you have the audacity to do that, you know? But anyways, um, let's go to the next one. Um, have you, oh, and that, like what I just said, also ties into the, to the next question. Have you ever met a guy who took you on a date and forgot, quote, unquote, forgot his wallet? And I'll ask, um, I'll ask this question to, um, oh, I'm sorry, like, I don't think I asked you, Amanda, um, the first question. Because um, we had the star of the show come up. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, Amanda, have you ever met a man who ended up being a gold digger? Oh, yeah, you did. Remember, I told you I'm a poor person. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, it's the moment okay. that Tawanda came online, I just got excited. <laughs> and Tawanda okay. came uh-huh. online. Real funny. <laughs> no, I, I missed I the really questions. I want to answer some of those old questions, please. They were so good. Yes. No, no, honestly, um, no, I, I want to go back and have you answer them because, like, I want to know your, your, your experience, definitely. So I'll actually ask you, um, let me find that one. Okay, yeah, I'll ask you the first one because I've been screaming your name so much, Tawanda. How have you, how, um, have you ever been with a guy who made less money than you? What was it like and did you experience obstacles in that relationship? Yes, I did, and actually, someone that I really like. And Aww. the thing is, he wanted to do stuff that was above his pay grade, but he kind of felt like I could take care of it. And initially, I did because I felt like with him being so smart and intellectual, he was kind of going through a transition in life. So I felt like, you know, he'll give him a minute, he'll be kind of, you know, he'll be up there. But it really was more intimidating to him because. It was just really an intimidating. It caused a whole lot of problems. And he's like, well, listen. And then he had, like, have you heard the saying, you got champagne taste on a beer budget? He would always say, hey, well, let's fly here. Let's go here. Let's do that. And I was like, you can't afford to do any of that. He's like, well, you can. I'm like, well, you can't. So oh you need to be God. probably getting another job. Like, yeah, it caused a lot of problems. And the thing is, the relationship ended, and then he ended up getting someone who had less money than him. And she started mm-hmm. taking a little bit of money that he got. And like a year later, he was like, ah, oh, man, I had everything when I had you. And I didn't even realize it until it was too late. You know, you think we could, uh-uh, nope. Because I, I made an exception, and mm-hmm. it was a problem. It was really a problem because he was spoiled and lazy. Yes. Yeah. And on top of that, horrible experience. No, I no, I, I'm sorry you had to go through that. And you gotta also understand, Tawanda, like you're a boss ass babe, and I don't think you guys can handle you. But like I'm telling you, they can't. You, they really can't. That's why it takes three of them. No you, no, you come out to California, um, you'll you'll find guys that can handle you. Oh, I'm I can't wait. You that. <laughs> yes, girl, I got you. And um, I'll ask you, I'll ask you the second question as well, because. All your answers are always the best, girl. <laughs> so, um, was there ever a time where you met an amazing guy yet he was embarrassed of making less money than you? Tawanda? 
Hello, are you there, Tawanda? I think I lost her. All right, anyways, we can also resume to the next question since I think um, she, the call probably dropped or or something. But anyway, let's go back to the um, next question. So I'll ask you two ladies. Um, have you ever met a guy who took you on a date and forgot, quote, unquote, forgot his wallet? And Amanda, I'll ask you this question first. Sorry, I was on mute. Um, oh, no worries. You know, I don't think that I ever have. Oh, oh, that's, wow. You got lucky because that's happened to me before. And how about you, Corinne? Um, have you ever met a guy who took you on a date and forgot his wallet? Nope, but that would be the day you could forget my phone number, I'll tell you that much. That's funny. Well, okay, like, the reason, well, the reason why I asked that question is because, oh, at, like, so I'll tell you this, like, the majority of these questions I came up with, I've had some sort of experience, and so with this one in particular, um, I went on my first date ever in my life. I was 18. I never had a boyfriend in high school or, col- or like, not till college because, one, strict Asian parents. I wasn't allowed to date in high school, and mind you, this my first relationship at 18, I was hiding that from my parents as well. And I was, where was I working? I was working, oh, at that time, I was I was working at a retail store. And this guy that, like, had, he's, he came from, like, the Navy and stuff. I was like, oh, my gosh, a Navy guy. He's so hot. Oh, my gosh, this guy's amazing. And so he takes me on our first date, which was Red Lobster. And we're having such an amazing conversation and all that. And next thing you know, like, when the bill comes, he realizes he forgot, he forgot his wallet. And so I had to pick up the bill tab. And after that, like, I was so nice. I still dated the guy for, like, a year. And um, coming from that, that, like, that first day taught me so much, like, in that relationship, why it didn't work out, because it really showed his character. And so, yeah, I've dealt with that before. freaking crazy but anyways let's go back to the next the um last two questions would you would you be okay with having a stay-at-home husband while you were the breadwinner and so Corinne I'm going to ask you this question would you be okay with having a stay-at-home husband while you were the breadwinner um it really would have I guess it depends on a few things so it would depend on um, did we like already discuss this, or did it just just wind up happening? Um, if it just wind up happening, then uh, we might, yeah, we definitely have to have a conversation about like why you think that that's okay. I I think with me, it's like I know there's so many ways you you can make home. I mean, make money from home. So I would be trying to encourage him to make some money from home. And I'm sure that that can be good for his self worth. Just you know, just taking care of the kids. Um, but, I mean, if we already had a conversation about it and we plan on, okay, you you can stay at home, I take care of the kids, because, you know, if I'm spending money on child care, it might just average out to us saving more money with him taking care of the kids because that's like a full-time job within itself. Um, so I guess it really depends. And if I'm sacrificing um, him working, I mean, him staying at home and I'm working, then 
once it's my turn to stay at home, then, you know, he should be putting in as much effort as I did. No, no, you, you did make a good valid point because, like you said, um, anything can happen within, like, a marriage. Your, your, like I said so many times on this podcast, if your husband or, or a significant other can, like, lose his job or, or um, he needs some kind of support or, like, injury. And so it's definitely right. good to have a backup plan. Yeah. And I know, yeah. oh, my gosh, speaking of childcare, childcare is so expensive. And I'll tell you this, okay. my older sister got lucky. Yeah, because my older sister got so lucky with her two kids. My parents are are um, literally free childcare for them. So um, knowing how much my sister ha- would have spent for childcare, I knew her and her husband would be, like, pretty much struggling because it's thousands of dollars for even just two kids. It's insane. Right. And so, yeah. Yeah. And that means when I have my own kids, it's a lot of grandma and grandpa time too. <laughs> Just kidding. But anyways, how about um how about you, Amanda? And thanks for sharing. Would you be okay with having a stay at home husband while you were the breadwinner? Um, or like how would you feel if your husband was the stay at home husband and you were the breadwinner? I think it would depend on like what he would contribute instead of, like, financially, if that makes sense. And also, um, I'm pretty sure that I'm done having kids. Well, no, I'm not pretty sure. I'm 100% dead sure that I'm done having kids. But it's, like, the off chance that we ended up being pregnant. He got me pregnant, so he would be the one to stay home because I am not going to be a stay-at-home mom. (laughs) No, I no. Now your your point is also valid too as well, and no, <laughs> I could agree with that too. Like, How many kids do you have again? I have one, but like when she was younger, um, I would take you know some of the day, like I would take a week or two off during like Christmas break, and I was like, this is enough. Like, no, who does this whole time? Like, I couldn't do it. I would go crazy. Oh my gosh, no, I would too. Maybe if I was a gold digger and had a ton of money to where I could, like, do something really cool every day. Oh, no, there's, no, hon, there's a, um, there's a term for it, like I said earlier, a Stepford wife. Those girls exist still. Um, where, where you just stay home and, and, um, deal with the kids and then kiss your husband's butt and, um, massage his feet and make him dinner those are those type of girls well all all women are like that but um some girls um that's what they'll do to get into a marriage what I've noticed and um from my own experience of seeing like former friends (laughs) and um and then lastly for the last question has a man ever lied about his finances and ended up being broke and Corinne I'll ask you this question has man ever lied to you about his finances and end up being broke? Um, yeah, so there was someone that was trying to, I guess, get my attention. And um, they basically said that they, I don't want to pick too much of their business out, but they said they had a, a job or whatever, and, you know, they were saving up money, and this is why they didn't have certain things, because they were frugal with their money, which I understand everyone's you know, spend their money the way that they choose to spend their money. 
Um, but mm-hmm. it, it was like I guess Fines told me that he didn't really have the money that he claimed that he had. Not that I asked him or anything, but um, it was like his cell phone got turned off one time, and I'm like, why? Like that's how you make your money. Why is your phone off? And um, his reason was, oh, I just didn't feel like getting, you know, going out to pay for it. Um, or it was something like um, um, he just didn't want to be bothered that day. And I'm like, usually when you're making money, you, you want to be bothered because that's how you make your money. So that was signs that he didn't really have the money that he said, and he was supposed to buy in a truck, and so it was a bunch of stuff. Um, but, I mean, I pretty much just stopped, you know, responding to phone calls when he did get his phone turned back on. No, definitely no. Well, I'm sorry you have to deal with that, and I'm glad you don't have to deal with that currently. How that, that's insane. Yes. Yeah. And how about you, Amanda? Have you ever have you has a man ever lied to you about his finances and ended up being broke? Um, no. I mean, the thing though is is that I've only ever been in three relationships, and I married two of them. Oh, wow. Well, I'm glad you have never gone through that. Well, I'll tell you this, um, because I know that I'm I'm just a little bit young. Well, um, I'm 28, and obviously, like, in my era, like, there's Bumble and there's Tinder and there's all these dating apps. And surprisingly, like, I've actually dated a guy for, like, nine months. And he he, had, he lied about his stuff. Like, so, for example, he would post on his Instagram – saying like, oh, um, like this is this is my hard earned work and the and this like so he he would be flashing all over social media, which is very common for young for for I wouldn't just say young men because I do see older men do that too as well. He would be flashing like nice watches, a nice car. But mind you, this guy couldn't even like leave his gas tank in full. It would be very very rare to see that. And so at times like when I saw him like Money never really was it was a big deal for me in a relationship. It was just more like the guy treated me well, and so I was like, oh wow, like that's just a, a plus if he has money. But like, I never asked this guy for money or anything. But there would be times like I'll tell you this: like the first date ever, he took me to a nice sushi restaurant, and it was amazing. But then over time, he would just take me to like he'll take me like I don't get me wrong, like I don't care about bougie stuff, but. Um, down there, I'm like, next thing you know, our dates are at, like, Taco Bell and McDonald's, and I'm like, dude, dude, like, why? And so, um, like, at first, like, like honestly, if the guy would have told me he has no money up front, I would have been okay, but at the same time, um, it's one thing when a guy lies about who he is, and I'm pretty sure you girls can, like, relate that, like, transparency is important. Yeah, so yeah. that was that was my experience. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, like ladies, do you have any like fun stories you want to share or because um, we do have we have like a few minutes left because I am gonna close out like in five. So, is there anything else you ladies want to say or um, share or even questions? Going once, going twice. And how about you, Corinne? Do you have any announcements for um, for our platform? 
Um, I do want to encourage everyone that's listening to follow us on Instagram, um, this real girlfriend seven. Um, and Kat is there, so you'll be able to see her live, um, her exercising, trying to get us in shape for the summer. Um, and tomorrow's show oh, yeah, is what the doing- Yes, it's a Marshall. You guys are doing my detox. <laughs> yes. Yep, so yeah, definitely um, show us support by watching Kat on Instagram, and then we'll put out our YouTube page because I know the URL so long. Um, so yeah, definitely follow us on YouTube as well. And tomorrow's show is What Does Hot Girl Summer Mean to You? Ooh, and I'm excited to hear that. Um, you literally said my ending, but no, like I'm excited for all that. Thank you, Corinne. And you guys know that Corinne does work her butt off like like with this woman's platform and um she does pull a lot of weight in it and so I just wanna acknowledge that and, and you always do oh, a, a wonderful you. job, Corinne. Yeah, definitely. And also as as well as Amanda, like I do wanna um I do wanna like call Amanda out and let everyone know that she's been logging on to like our, our calls and giving her input and advice. And I do appreciate you, um, Amanda, for, like, being on, on air with us. Yay. You're welcome. Yeah, well, all right, everyone. That's all for tonight. I had fun discussing the fun topic with you ladies. I really appreciate you you all who dialed in, and I appreciate our listeners. Don't forget to please listen and share this with your with the women you know. So, again, I'm going to give you guys my Instagram. Our Instagram is realgirlfriends7, and our website is, w, is www.realgirlfriends.org. And tomorrow we will be discussing what does the hot, a hot girl summer mean to you, and it will be hosted by the beautiful Corinne. And, again, I am Kat, and until next time, stay safe. Bye, ladies. Bye. Thank you, Kat. Thank Bye. You. Have a good time. <laughs>